The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. So welcome back, everybody. What's going on? As we promised, we have Julia Bazemore with us again. Yes. Yeah, back I'm back. in the building. What's yeah. up? What's up? How y'all doing? We're good. Doing good. How you doing? Good. I'm blessed. Good. That's yes. right. That's right. So, um... I'm blessed. <laughs> so Christian. <laughs> so, uh, we have... <laughs> But we have her back. She is helping us with a series that we're going to be doing. I don't know if you heard the intro last week or not, but last Mm -hmm. week we did an intro to a series um, we're going to be doing on the doctrines of the Bible. Like what? A few of them. Yeah. Yeah, a few of them. Certainly not all of them. I think we chose, what, five? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Five that we felt like are important. Yeah, the essentials. That's what we called them. Yeah. But like. Siri, Siri oh. trying to get on the podcast. Yo, Marcus got a new <laughs> iPhone and he clearly does not know how to use it. <laughs> not a clue. Let me cut this thing off. Siri got some stuff on doctrine she want to share. <laughs> right. Now we don't want that. We don't want that. She uh she on on a bitten Apple phone. Like you ever see the icon for Apple? Never. Mind. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it's a bitten Apple. That's the icon. Oh, I never yeah. noticed that. Yeah. Wow. Man. But that's uh that's another topic. That's mm. it's a whole other episode. Mm. <laughs> Some demonic stuff. Uh huh. Hey. Man. Now that you mentioned that, I did not think but about that. Really? Hey, we can't assume that it was an apple. We guys. cannot. We cannot. Only Marcus fruit. can. It was fruit. Marcus assumes <laughs> it was fruit. Oh yeah, you talking about like what uh, Eve and Adam actually ate yeah. in the garden? Yeah, that fruit. is true. People just assume. Yeah. Or somebody put an apple out there, and everybody yeah. just like, oh yeah, it right. Doesn't say that though. <laughs> it had to be it an apple. apple. Obviously, <laughs> apple trees. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to be talking about some essential. Oh, essentials. Essential. <laughs> the essentials. Essential. Of the Bible. Yes, yes. Y'all know I, I, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> some essential wow. doctrines of the Bible. Yeah. Yes. When believers say that they believe, what do they actually believe? Yeah. Right. So we're going to be looking to the word to get those answers. Um, Important. And, yeah. And so we wanted to start out with uh, sin. Sin would be the first one. Yep. Before we even like start digging into it, like why do we think that sin is important to understand? I mean, there are various reasons. Um but one of the main reasons that I personally believe is that it gives you a lot of insight as to who you are and mm. why things are the way they are in the world. Mm. And when you say like who you are, you mean like they give you insight to who you are. Yeah, like um, your nature. Okay. What, okay. What is in you, what you're about what you love like why, why i like what why i like you love it yeah okay. okay why you do things that you do yeah or don't do things why i think the way i think why you think the way you think mm. all all that's of good. the above that's, yeah that's yeah it gives you a lot of information not i can't even say information but like it gives you perspective perspective yeah. foundation wow as to why Brain you works. are the way you are yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah wow if you don't know what sin is and like how to identify it you won't be able to 
say whether you're like in sin or out of sin or you know sinful not sinful like you kind of have to give it definition to know where you stand yeah right, right. yeah it affects a lot of things yeah yeah i was and also I, think oh go ahead bro no i was just gonna say and you need to know that sin exists in the first place yeah wow um and right. understand Foundation. yeah like <laughs> understand that it is a real thing mm. and it does have impact on our lives and all of that kind of stuff so. yeah yeah. yeah widespread also it's mm-hmm. everywhere wow everywhere mm-hmm. i was also thinking it it helps you further appreciate what christ did on the cross yeah like it helps you understand what you're being saved from mm. in a way mm. right and we'll, we'll kind of dig into that right or yeah yeah um that's important, man. Yeah. I'm about to lift my hands right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so, I guess the first thing we have to do, right, is like a definition of terms. Like, okay. Like, we start, you know, we could say sin, but like, what is it for what real? Is it? Yeah. How do okay. we define it? Let's start there. What is sin? Yeah. You want, do you want to start, Jason? Or? You got it. You're the uh, guest of honor. Right, right, right. Sin is at the core a defiance toward god mm-hmm. like at the very basic level it's a defiance toward god hmm. but the hard part to at least for me to wrap my mind around is sometimes i might be aware of how i'm defiant so like you said those 10 commandments or yeah. other commandments in scripture throughout the old testament and the new i understand that uh but then there might be things i don't understand or i'm not aware of mm-hmm. and biblically it says i'm still responsible if i am being what's the word like unknowingly mm-hmm. defiant wow i'm Sins responsible for that too versus commission yeah that type of thing yeah like willful versus like ignorant sin mm-hmm. jeez yeah so it's a lot that's deep it's yeah a lot. i think there's also that definition of missing the mark mm-hmm. oh yeah that's uh, a common that is you know we see that in in the word but yeah, there are various definitions mm-hmm. in scripture. But like, yeah, it's an offense toward God, rebellion toward God, mm-hmm. defiance, all that kind of stuff. Missing the mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing I got to say that I didn't understand, especially like early on in my walk is like the the weight of it. Like, yeah. what is, you know, like, how does God like view it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is he yeah. kind of like, oh, you know, oh, that little sin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no big deal. not a big deal. Yeah. Or is he like you know like there should be no sin you know like what is <laughs> right. what is his perspective of it like or how should we view it right you know what i mean that's a good question and i'm even thinking now of like mm-hmm. what does it look like for god to be angry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. do we know that do we do we think about that yeah or yeah. is it because you know jesus has died for everything and died for all of our sins then god never gets angry at you or i is that true right right, right. And I got to be honest, like, that was my perspective of the whole thing. Like, yeah. oh, I accepted Jesus. He died and for our sins. So we good, right? I'm straight. Right. Do whatever I want to do. Absolutely. You know? Y'all right. I mean, he, not really. Not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, brought, I came across, I'll just say, some scriptures that mm-hmm. kind of are talking about that idea of, like, you know, God being angry. And, like, Psalm 711 says, God is a righteous judge mm-hmm. and a judge who feels indignation every day. Um, mm. Other other translations, they may wow. say something like, hates the wicked every day mm. or something like that. Wow. Psalm 11 and 5 said, the Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Psalm 5, 4 to 6, mm. it says, for you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. 
the boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty wow. and deceitful man. So I, I find that those verses to be interesting because, yeah. you know, it kind of speaks to the the idea of like God, you know, loving the sinner, hating the sin. Wow. But yeah. these kind of verses tell us right here that like, no, he he hates you. Jeez. It's not just your sin. Like, he doesn't separate the two. He doesn't go like, oh, you have sin, but mm -hmm. then there's you who uh -huh. is not sinful. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, you are what you are. Yeah. But we're building up to this kind of stuff, I guess. Okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, you know. yeah. I'm just throwing some things out there just, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. at the outset. I know we're going to do a deep dive. It's heavy. But just some things to you know, think about. Jump right? around. I wanted to put that out there, too, that, like, this is a heavy topic, that, though. Yeah, I was about to say, you just went I know. super <laughs> heavy. This whole, this whole... Indignation. This whole yeah. thing of, like, talking about sin is heavy. People are like, it, God hates me now. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to cover every single base, mm -hmm. but we're just trying to, like, lay some some framework yeah right and spark some i guess some thoughts yeah. so that you go look into the stuff even more yeah, yeah. but and i one like thing mm -hmm. one thing i was going to add to is um when we place our faith in christ if and when we have done that then that hatred at least from a who we are changes right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is why mm -hmm. salvation is so glorious yeah. and important because jesus has freed us from that uh -oh. so when we the god when the father looks at us now yeah this is the crazy part the father sees Jesus, mm -hmm. wow, like standing in front of us essentially, mm -hmm. and he's well pleased with him. Yeah, yeah, and we get that because of what Jesus has done. Wow, imparted. Wow. So that but hatred I, is is depends on where you are in Christ. Yeah, I do feel like you like reading those scriptures though is important because we should be aware of like how serious it is yeah like it's not anything to wink at right. right you know like we need to know like oh man like sin is like it matters a lot it matters a lot Your to god hates you if you're a sinner yeah like <laughs> stop laughing marcus it's not funny though. It's, it's it's the it's the thing that has ruined our relationship with the one who created us. Yeah. When you think of it like that, it's wow. what has separated us from, from God and mm. everything good is sin. Yeah. Like, can we get into, like, uh, like the origin of it? Like, where it comes from? Like, Yeah, that's a that's crazy. Yeah. So, like. Think about. Yeah. yeah. And um, there are differing mm -hmm. uh, perspectives on this, too. So, we should say that also. Even in the Christian world that mm. we don't always agree with. How exactly it comes about? Do we really have evil born inside of us, or do is there mm. some good? So even within Christ, mm -hmm. there's some differences. So okay, okay. So all right. Well, I guess I'll start out with like the most basic of, of questions, right? Like God created all things, right? Did God create sin? Uh oh. That's dun, dun, dun. That's, That's one of those questions. Well, he did not create sin. Yeah. Go ahead, Julia. No, you got it. <laughs> Start us off. I'll finish. All right, cool. Yeah. So, Marcus. Oh, <laughs> or Marcus. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. God, no, sin does not come from God. Uh, scripture tells us that God is perfect. Mm. Um, mm. Scripture tells us that he can't be tempted. It says mm. things like that. It tells us that he's holy, mm. he's light, all these various things that separate him and indicate to us that he is totally righteous and apart from any kind of evil sin mm. wrongdoing whatever you want to call it 
Um, so no, sin does not come from God in that way. He allows it, mm. obviously. Okay. Because it wouldn't happen if he didn't allow it. Yeah. Um, we can say he ordains it, which is, you know, a different kind of way of saying that he has foreseen it and mm. allows it to happen and stuff like that. But no, it doesn't come from him. That is, as far as scripture is concerned. Yeah. We don't have we don't see any scripture that says like God made sin, right? But I'm a little hesitant on the ordains it. Okay. But yeah. Why is that? Because when I think of ordain, I think of He has set it up like this on purpose. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but okay, it's off the top of my head, yeah, he set it up this way on purpose. Because then that brings in many other questions, right? About God's creation. Mm-hmm. Whether we are good or not, right? Perfect or not, how does how does that play into our own nature, right? And so, hmm. guys, we were having this conversation before we started recording, but like when we really dive into that rabbit hole of hey, where does sin come from? Ah, it's a very very deep hole to dive in because there is no biblical text that necessarily. This is me speaking. That says like, "Hey, sin came from here." Mm-hmm. Julia is going to talk about like the origin of sin in terms of Adam and Eve and stuff like that, and we know how it got into this world. Mm-hmm. But there's also biblical text that talks about Lucifer and how it says iniquity was found in him. It's either the passage in Ezekiel, or Isaiah. I don't know, Isaiah 14, I don't know, 11 or something like that. But like, where did that? sin that was found in him even come from if yeah. god created beings that were all good because yeah. he can't create evil and that one's that one's interesting because in that reference it says that and it's talking about lucifer it says that he was created perfect in all of his ways yeah and was perfect in all of his ways until iniquity was found in him yeah so y'all can go read those two uh <clears throat> passages the first one is ezekiel 28 11 to 19 that's what i thought not isaiah and then isaiah 14 12 to 17 mm. um where you learn a little bit about satan's history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fun facts fun yeah. unfunds. <laughs> so then let's that talk about uh, <laughs> all right well so with that being said right like you said yeah. earlier we can talk about the origin of sin like when it happened or who did it first right you know right the, the history well julia you're looking at me yeah, <laughs> time to talk <laughs> yeah i think even talking about lucifer or satan however you want to mm-hmm. uh use his name or the devil um there's different titles people even argue like whether that's a title or a name right the devil mm-hmm. and satan which yeah. one is it i'm not sure yeah so you have the issue with him and the angel the, the fallen angels that uh were from heaven that like you said sinned and they basically wanted to rebel against god for whatever reason so that's technically if you want to be uh from that perspective but they're not human so that's the difference right huh but if you want to be technical the first sin was from satan wow you never you never hear that though like i mean like you never really hear it put like that like because you don't really think about angels i don't know where it came from but i've heard people say that like angels 
almost like don't have free will and they have to do like have you guys ever heard anything like that i think like, I floating have, out there but yeah but it's like obviously the fallen angels have proven yeah otherwise. <laughs> like, i don't know how that clearly. got put out there i mean you never really hear people saying that sin occurred in heaven first right prior uh, to yeah. you know people well not people but adam on earth yeah. yeah but uh that's what the bible says though yeah it does yeah yeah so i mean we kind of lead into the fact that like right. god created you know these beings with like free will uh-huh. you know and the ability to choose to do right or wrong mm. right which has a lot about god also and mm-hmm. being willing to create people and angels that essentially have the ability to turn away for whatever reason so yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother yeah. uh thing but anyway so back to so let me get to adam and eve so okay. cuz you can even think about like was that did that happen before creation the whole satan and angels thing Ooh. Yeah, that goes Ooh. that goes Ooh. deep oh. it yeah. does it does that's one of the throw that out there cuz i just thought about it but yeah. um so yeah so then god creates the world whenever he decided to create it in 7 days and so then we have adam and eve and they are in this perfect world perfect uh paradise however you want to say that and the command was, or the command from God was to not eat from the tree of life, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. Or knowledge yeah. of evil. Yeah, yeah, thank you. There's a few trees, so they want to get trees. Them off. Right, lots of trees. But there was one tree they were not supposed to eat from. So. Mm-hmm. so God gave them that command, and for whatever reason, I mean, you can say, well, maybe it was the serpent that um, tempted eve and then she gave it to adam or you could say it was them so there's some debate about how much influence is does the serpent have versus adam and eve just deciding to go against god Mm, and why that's the big question too Mm. from like a theological biblical standpoint is why would they choose to do something like this when they had everything i feel like it's easier for us to rationalize our sin now because the world has fallen Uh you know we have our own desires and stuff going on it's easy to conceive why we would choose to go against God. But to mm-hmm. me, it's hard to think about Adam and Eve had everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they still chose to sin. Yeah. So what does that mean? And they knew him more than us. Yeah. They right. They knew him more than any He was other literally walking ever. around yeah. or some form of they could see him. Yeah. Yeah. I think something interesting um, based on what you just said too and also based on what you said earlier. Like earlier you were saying like sin is kind of this rebellion against God. Yeah. And so when you look at the story of the garden, it's like their temptation, you know, it was to rebel against the one commandment, you mm-hmm. know, the right. one thing he said, don't do. We look at the Bible today and we see like, don't commit adultery and don't, you know, steal, don't murder and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Right. But it's like Adam could have, he could have lied in the garden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Wait, what do you, what do you mean? I guess what I'm trying to say is like his temptation was only against what god has said you know like like that was yeah yeah it's like that was that was the one thing that was the one thing where you know it wasn't like it wasn't like the devil tempted him to like to lie okay you know what i'm saying he didn't he didn't tempt him to do anything other than what god said not to do Mm. right and so it kind of goes back to what you said earlier like sin is rebellion against god yeah and what god said and what god asked for right that Mm -hmm. that type of thing if if i'm making sense Yeah, yeah yeah no you're making sense but, yeah, um, and I found it interesting too that they, because now a lot of times when we sin, like you were just saying, like we don't necessarily feel the weight of it. It's kind of like whatever. But you could see that clearly when Adam 
and Eve sinned, like they felt the weight of it. They knew they had this guilt come upon them. Like they yeah. were fully aware of who God was and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like they want to cover themselves up. Mm. You know, they want to go hide right. and all this kind of stuff. It's like they knew like, uh-oh, we did something right. that is not right. But we um, do that. We do that too a little bit. Maybe not for everything, but we do. But I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like our position in our heart is like, oh, I want to run and hide. Mm. We kind of would just go about our day often when we when we sin, and it's just like, all right, you know, my bad. I'm not, uh, and maybe I'm speaking more so toward people who have just a general understanding of good and evil. Maybe okay. not a relationship with God in Christ. I'm just saying, in yeah. general, people, if we do something bad. Eh, you just I mean, like, all right. you definitely feel like like dag maybe i shouldn't have done that yeah. but it ain't like then you're like oh well yeah you know like you move on quickly yeah you know you but like feel that deep shame i mean i'm I'm just imagining in my mind like how adam must have felt like right. yeah he must have felt ashamed that no one has ever felt before yeah you know like, wow well yeah literally yeah, like, <laughs> you, you, how oh you? yeah I was, late. <laughs> I was late on that one yeah <laughs> but if you think about it too like Going back to the whole idea of like relationship with God, their relationship mm. with God also was, I would say, special. I don't know if you mm -hmm. guys see like God floating around your house or whatever, right. but like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like they were walking around with God in the cool of the day. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm just wondering, maybe it's that fall from grace is like, it's just a little higher because mm. absolutely they were that so. close to him and they chose not, they probably start to feel it. Yeah. yeah. What did we do? Yeah. So, so what? Like, speaking of that, like, what actually happened after they disobeyed God? Like, you see, uh, scripture says, like, their eyes were open. Like, because we, we know, Earth, like, Jason was making a reference to the fact that, like, they covered themselves up with, uh, you know, fig leaves or, like, they hid from God. But then it also says, like, their eyes were open. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what oh, would we yeah. say that? They knew they meant? were naked. Yeah, they knew they were naked. Mm -hmm. They felt the shame of it. But, like, when you see it says, like, their eyes were opened. What does that mean? Wow. Like, or or even beyond that, like, what was the result of them disobeying God? Mm. Right, and like, just to, I'm gonna ask a few questions. Right, uh, I'm Marcus. I ask questions. Right, so <laughs> all right, all right. This other thing, right? God says, on the day that you eat of the tree, you surely. shall surely die. Yeah, but they didn't die that day. Right, right, or I guess like depends on how you depends defining. on how you view death. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. so. Can we talk about like those things like their eyes were opened mm. and, you know, they experienced what God defined as a form of death. That's good. That's I'm good. Thinking. I'm yeah. thinking. So I'll, I'll just chime in on the whole death thing um, in terms of spiritual death versus physical death, mm. even without getting too. All right. Whatever. So. Go ahead. He, yeah, go, ahead. Man, go ahead, Bishop. Man was ahead. given that knowledge. Given <laughs> souls, right? And mm -hmm. the soul, um, we can go to scripture and all that, but the soul is eternal. And we, I, we can justify that idea by looking at scripture and, you know, there is a place for the wicked that they will dwell eternally and there is a place for the righteous where they will dwell eternally. Mm. There's no in between and other there is eternity for all of us and it's going to be either with god or with his wrath right and so when you when your body dies there's that death and that death wasn't supposed to occur 
but because of sin now death in general is introduced so there's physical death now and there's stay spiritual right there. death now stay right there right <laughs> so with the physical death you start to see in scripture that people start to live less and all this type of stuff and look we could go in many rabbit holes right now but like one of the rabbit holes is like you know oh how are people living so long we could talk about like the oxygen possibly being like way more on earth at that are you talking time about like in the old testament long. yeah like people live 900 time. years and stuff like that yeah okay. so like you know Adam, I think, lived, what, 900-something years. Mm. And then, you know, Seth lives maybe 800-something years. And mm. it was You just saw, like, a gradual decline. Some people did live older than others in the mm. next generation. But gradually, when you get to, like, Noah, he's not living as long as, like, Adam did. Right. Stuff like that. Right, right. Um, so you see death introduced. Uh-huh. And, but then the spiritual <clears throat> death that sin brought in is that now we do not have this... Uh, communion with God that we once had, we now have, because it says the wages of sin is death. Mm. Now we are in this unrighteous position, this position of darkness. Okay. And so this is the spiritual death. This is the spiritual about. death. Okay. Yeah. This okay. is the eyes opened to, because. Wow. Were, wow. You got to ask questions like, were we even supposed to know about evil? Yeah. Were we supposed to even know that Satan existed? Were we supposed to even know about these things? Right. You know? Mm. Were we supposed to be, like, what does holy even mean? Like, mm. were we supposed to just be, like, listening to God? And that's it. I see. And he ain't going to tell you nothing about evil. Mm. Yo, yeah, that's wow. a word right there. But. That's a word. Now our eyes are open and you know about evil. Yeah. And now it could tempt you and now you could like it, possibly. And You know? That's deep, brother. Yo. Brother, get deep on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, I was I was just thinking about maybe what we wouldn't even have needed the Bible. Mm, right. Wow. It would have just been us and God, but all of these things have to be put in motion because of our sin as a yeah, people, geez. as a human race. I don't know. You just made me. I didn't think about that till just now. Yeah. I mean, look how. I mean, and I was about to say because like you saying that, it's like all right. Like when when you talked about the spiritual death and being disconnected, like from God, like not having that relationship, being in this unrighteous position, mm-hmm. right? Like I think I think we say things like righteous and unrighteous, but like mm-hmm. we have to also understand that like you cannot be in the presence of God Woo. in an unrighteous state, yes. right? So like these terms are a lot heavier than they might sound, yeah, right? And so when you were saying that. Uh, like we were kind of like disconnected from God by this spiritual death and mm-hmm. we we couldn't really be in his presence any longer. It made me think about what Jesus said, mm-hmm. you know, in the gospels where he's like, and this is eternal life that you may know God yeah, and know the son whom he's sent. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he, he defines like Oof. eternal life as this connection with him yeah. and the father. You know, mm-hmm. and so like, yeah, the garden is like this, you know, because like Julia just brought it full circle for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like it's like in the garden, you have this disconnection as a result of sin. But then the Bible is showing us how to get reconnected yeah. with God. Yeah. yeah. Right. So reestablishing eternal life again yeah, mm. by coming to know Christ yeah. or coming to know really, if you think about it, coming to know God again through Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I'm just thinking like okay so sin for real for real like that's that's the death that 
God was really talking about. Yeah. Was like, oh, you'll be disconnected from me when you when you disobey. Yeah. Right. And, and maybe that's what their eyes were opened. Yeah. To, to maybe it's possible that was negative. Oof. Whew. Yeah. Because now it's making me think of the whole like fatherly love that he has. He's like, I'm trying to keep y'all from this. Yeah. I'm asking you not to eat from this tree. Wow. But also he's not saying why. Yeah. Right. Did yeah. he say why? Yeah. I have to double check. But it's uh no, yeah. Just said because you'll surely die. You'll surely die. Oh yeah, that's there why. You go. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You right. You right. That's yeah. Why? Nah, that's that's great, man. Like, but mm. it makes you wonder if they understood the significance of what he was saying. Right. That's kind of what right? I mean. Like he yeah. mentioned it, but they seem to like not really grasp what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Or did they? I don't know. What? Well, well, did they know death? You know, like they knew no. They had no concept of what death or disconnection was. Mm. Right right and so you think about it right like we we are you were talking about the condition of sin earlier mm -hmm. like we're born into this state mm -hmm. where we know like thing and we didn't really talk about this yet but like we know things are wrong we feel like things are kind of messed up mm -hmm. you know and we're, we're born into this disconnected state yeah yeah and when we are reconnected we understand like how that feels in comparison to the disconnection yeah we're like oh man like i'm connected to the father again yeah whereas if you think about adam's position he never do disconnection right mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so he had no appreciation for connection mm -hmm. right like we do because now mm -hmm. we have we can compare yeah. back to our dead spiritual state we can yeah. look at our lives before christ and right. we'll be like yo i was once lost but now i'm found yeah. <laughs> like we could do that and right. we have this new we have this appreciation and this joy because of the state that we were once in yeah where adam couldn't he couldn't tell you he didn't he didn't know what he had you know how people say you don't know you had it good till it's gone right he that's that's kind of his and i feel like thing. not to jump around too much i yeah. feel like that is the state of a lot of unbelievers too i hope i'm not gonna offend any of my friends right now but like i was having some conversations recently and a point came up of like well if people around the world right yeah uh, God knows them all, mm. and if if people are certain people are good, you know why would He love these set of people differently than this set, this set? Why wouldn't He just love all His children? Hmm. Wow! And I think an episode like this helps to hash that out a little bit because if you don't understand sin yeah. and its ramifications, then yeah, you'll feel like that. But if you realize, like, oh. A connection with God was broken mm. and like and if you think about like if he is light and he wants oneness and there can't be darkness in him and we got darkness in us you can't connect with him then mm. it just wow. doesn't add up that way because wow. then now if you're like if you think about I don't know if you want to think about him like if he's a, a, a ball of silly putty and you're a ball of si silly putty and he's blue and you're blue, but you, this is elementary weird stuff. But you got a speck of red on you. Yeah. If you mesh with him, mm -hmm. he's going to have a speck of red in him now. <laughs> wow. That's so good. you can't, that's now good. you can't be with him because you're defiling him. We can Yo. use that kind of word. You're changing yeah. his makeup. Yeah. So he has to now do something so that your makeup yeah. is like his. Wow. That wow. is what's necessary for you to have that relationship restored. That's like the dopest analogy I've heard in a long time. Oh. Because I can explain that to my son. Oh, You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, because he is always messing up the Play-Doh. 
that's now, great. So this is relevant. <laughs> great. great. It's practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I'm sorry. Applicable. <laughs> but no, I mean, but if you don't, you know, if, if God doesn't open up your eyes to that, I can't even sit here and say, like, if you don't understand that, because we, we ain't understand that. If we God understand. doesn't open your eyes to that, then, yeah. you know, you're not going to understand it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I would and, even, oh, go ahead. That's what I'm saying. And I think, like, even going back to what I was saying earlier, it's, it's not like we are aware like like say we're we're unbelievers we're not aware of the state of reconnection like what it feels like we don't really know what we're missing out on it's not till we're on the other side of it that we can look back and say like oh man like i didn't know what i was missing yeah you know what i'm saying it's not like we we are so i understand what you're saying it's like you're almost like in darkness about it you're you Ah, I don't know the right word to use. No, it is darkness. Yeah, it's 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 darkness. Yeah, yeah you just you don't really understand. Says the ruler of this missing. world has blinded the eyes of those who unbelieve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you about to say, Julia? Yep. My my point was kind of on a separate one, but something mm-hmm. you had mentioned earlier, Jason, about the significance of what homardiology and all this stuff means. Sin, darkness, for those of us who are already in Christ, because sometimes that's the argument today which is well what does that what does that have to do with me jesus paid for my sins so i'm good right like uh, you said and i think yeah. marcus you mentioned it too and i think this is relevant and important because going back to the silly putty example god now the father god the father now sees us as perfect silly putty right Whew. see yeah. what i mean yeah. the, the payment's already been made we've already accepted him we've already raised our hands in, hands in church or whatever else we do right we're now the connection has been reestablished. So we're supposed to also look at sin a different way yeah. as believers. And so that should also change how we live. Not because it's necessarily a heaven or hell thing, because that's a thing too. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. on that basis, but on mm-hmm. the basis of God has freed us from the speck or multiple specks, depending on what you got going on. Like <laughs> God has like already washed you. I cleaned you. Mm-hmm. Why are you going back? Why are you getting dirty? Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, okay, can I ask a question on that note right yeah. there? All right. So, like, when I'm born and I come into this world, do I have the specs in my silly putty? Wow. You know what I mean? Or or am I am I perfect silly putty, you right. know? And, and then the world adds those specs. You know, all my decisions add those specs, and I become the, the dirty ball of silly putty. Yeah. How does that work? Specs are there, man. The mm. specs are there. They are there. At the very beginning, the very newborn beginning. baby, newborn baby, fresh, yep, straight out the womb. The word says, "Born in sin, in the doctor's hands, shaped in iniquity." Yeah. They ain't even spanked my butt yet. Like I ain't even cry. I'm yeah. dirty already. You know why? Spiritually, yeah, yeah, because you are a son of someone who was dirty. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. How can you come out clean when a, you've been birthed from dirty? Wow. It don't. It doesn't even you can't logically like rectify that. But but so what do you what do you mean though? Like like I'm That's born from somebody who's dirty. Yeah. So let's say let's just let's just hypothetically say that well, your well, mom go ahead. My bad, just just to put the whole question together, right? Yeah. Because like isn't God forming me in the womb like the scripture says God is forming me in the womb. Yeah. And all that. So it's like I'm being formed in the womb by the hands of God. Is he making me in this born dirty way? <laughs> no, he is not making you dirty. Okay. You're you're already in 
a we could call it a dirty vessel ah okay and he's using okay a, a dirty vessel is bringing you into the world okay okay yeah okay and that goes back okay. to biblically it goes back to adam and eve so there's ah, several places okay. in scripture one in particular is romans 5 i definitely encourage you all to read the whole chapter it's pretty good romans 5 talks about that sin uh came into the world through one man and death through sin and so death spread to all men mm-hmm. so going back to, to the silly play thing and also the uh, born dirty the idea is that we all essentially come from adam one way or another right so we were not left out of that boat Jeez, yeah that's heavy that's kind of right yeah it's heavy to even think about like yeah. adam is yeah, a yeah, descendant a of everybody like we all have one descendant wow yeah that is that is like a crazy thought man even you know going into like noah and his sons like we're all when they repopulated the earth we all are from them but like all right is that is that unfair though mm. you know like i didn't right you don't sign up for that it does been, feel unfair i've been here for five seconds yeah, yeah. i'm naked I, you know i'm naked <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm yeah. brand new. Yeah. Why am I, you know, like how how is that fair that I have a I have sin attributed to me? Yeah. Already. Fair is an interesting word. Okay. But it just what you're saying reminds me of, I think it's in Romans. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but a similar kind of question is brought up in the same vein, and Paul addresses it of like. uh in terms of the punishment for sin mm. and he's just basically like can the pot say to the potter why did you make me like this so it's kind of arrogant even to question god in that way to say like well this isn't fair that you did this mm. Mm. well he is the creator of all things so who are we to tell him what's fair and what's not fair he created fair mm. <laughs> the whole the concept of fair comes from god he's a just god so if he's allowing it, it must be a just thing that's happening in his eyes. I see. But maybe uh, that's too much. No, it's good. I'm All just right. I'm processing. It's good. So that I that question in itself, I, I feel like has to be had. A, you got to pose a question back to that kind of question. Okay. Like, well, who are you to question God? Who are you to say what's fair? If you're the pot and he's the potter, mm-hmm. how can the pot say, why have you made me like this? And mm. you can argue that, at least biblically, God is not to blame. So, God uh, might be looking back at us like, I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. I gave y'all what y'all needed. Y'all decided that y'all that. wanted yeah. some wow. of that tree. So, yeah. y'all got it. That's, actually you got what you wanted. to continue to give you life. Yeah. Like, I didn't right. have to do that either. And then I think, like, you could, <laughs> let's say, you know, you walking around thinking like that. Yeah. Now, let's do an inventory, maybe. Okay, why? Why? Why do you? Why could you even say that about yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you holy? Like you have no grounds to even say it's not fair. Clearly, it's something wrong with you. So okay, Uh-oh. but I get that thought though. I get I the hear, thought. Yeah, like we didn't do anything to. to yeah, it might to feel that way. But to us. but I would say most people are cool with what Jesus has done. Everybody wants to jump on his train in a sense, or like the the idea that he saved everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're cool with in a sense not being practically righteous the way he is and we accept his salvation so mm. it's almost like we want to take the good without the bad yeah so, uh, okay but the transition is the i probably shouldn't say transition the transference is kind of like the same idea 
that Christ's righteousness is transferred to us through salvation. And in the same way, Adam's sinfulness, whatever you want to call it, is transferred to us. Right. So if we say that we're saved, then we're also accepting that we need to be saved from something. So Right. But but what if I just like clean it up though? Mm-hmm. You know? Like like so all right, so <laughs> what if, do you mean? If I'm born Okay and I you know I live by all the rules and I do all the right things. Six hundred and uh twenty. Yeah. All the laws are fulfilled <laughs> in my life. <laughs> uh, Number one, is that is that even possible? Mm. Mm. And then I guess like if I were able to achieve it, right? Which I think some religions are, are even based on this thought process of works. Yeah, but yeah. like if I am able to achieve it, can I achieve righteousness? Yeah, that way. You know, I so I guess like the, absolutely not. No, because so I can't it, clean myself up. I can't like I can't make myself right in God's eyes. The I guess the flaw in that thinking mm. is that you leave out thinking. I say it like that. Huh. So you can do works and you can look clean on the outside, but if you have a thought, Jesus said, if you even think right these types of things, if you lust in your heart toward a woman looking at her, wow, you have committed adultery. Yeah, you know, nobody's yeah. passing that test. Yeah, yeah. all if, day, every day. Yeah, if you hate someone, it says you've committed murder. Wow. So, who is passing that test? Right, nobody. Of, even if you can, even if in your mind, right, <clears throat> you consider the idea of lying to someone or deceiving someone or mm. stealing from someone, even right. if you consider it for a split second, that's mm. it. Sin. That's it. Mm. So who, like, who? I know one could, guy. You could right, one I guy. Know one guy. <laughs> but like, you could be in traffic, and if you want to do something in the remote, remotest way wrong to somebody, yeah. you've sinned. Because they cut you off and you want to what? You want to yeah. flip the bird? Yeah, run them off the road. You want to yell? Yeah. You want to get angry at them? That's right. Sad. Okay. So is that like, is that indicative of my sin nature? Like, is that how I can start to identify my sin nature? Wow. You I know like what I mean? Yeah. Like, because earlier you were talking about like, you know, you'll start to see like why you have the desires that you have, why wow. you have the thoughts that you have, why you want the things that you do. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, is that is that how I start to, you know, see the fact that my sin nature is a reality by just assessing my thoughts I would and what I want, your thoughts, yeah. you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And love is very big in the Bible also. Mm. So loving everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unconditionally. <laughs> right. Are you doing that? Yeah, because yeah. it's a, cause a word, high bar. Because the word says, "As a man thinketh in his heart, so mm. does he." Yeah. Jeez. So, assess every single thought, and that's who you are. Yeah. Don't don't avoid the bad ones, you know. And then you'll find out if you got some sin in you. Wow. You could sit mm. in your room all day and not be around people. Okay, you haven't sinned against anyone in in works physically. Yeah. You could sit in a room alone all year, you're gonna sin. Yep. That's a crazy way that's yeah. crazy, but wow. that's the way it is. Right. So at the point you say, mm-hmm. I hate being in this room by myself, you mm-hmm. sinned. Because <laughs> you're telling God that what he's got going on for you in that moment mm-hmm. isn't good. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's hey. yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. So it's okay, deep, man. It's yeah. Sin, sin runs deep, dude. It does. 
You're basically saying, I'm born in this condition. There's nothing I can do about it. And then, you know, I'm obviously like having these thoughts and I'm obviously, you know, like I guess this is where we would say falling short of the glory of God. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have this sin nature, like, like, what do I do about it? You know, or like, how does, what is the solution to this? What do I, what do I do? And like, I know obviously that the answer to this question is Christ, but how? <laughs> no man comes to the father mm. unless he wow. draws them. Wow. So even like things like that versus we might already know, they're really talking about like this idea of sin and how we even need God to draw us to him. Wow. Yeah. And so then once he draws us, then we hear the gospel in one form or another, whether he tells it to us or shows us his goodness, because that's another thing, too. He could show his goodness to anyone yeah. without a Bible. He can do that. He can save whoever he wants. Yeah. Uh, but in the traditional sense, you would, you know, hear uh, hear the preaching in that in that regard in the gospel and then you respond by believing that jesus is lord and he is the he is the one he's the one guy mm-hmm. that's perfect and hey i want to believe in this guy because he is also god so he's fully man and fully god i'm rocking with that guy he did it right i'm trying to go with him so mm. yeah so like that's, that's the essence and i think of, i, like I think of it uh-huh. like you think of like sin is a virus mm-hmm. and it needs a cure and everybody has this virus for some it could be more dormant mm. you know what I'm saying <laughs> and others it's, it's running <laughs> rampant but like That's it's passed down yeah, to all of good. us and I look at it as like crisis this cure okay and it's like yeah but what happens is are you but what happens is like Jesus takes on everybody's virus and he takes it in himself and he cures it and then he's like all right y'all you're not sick anymore just hmm. believe in me. Yeah. Believe that I've already taken mm. on the virus and I've cured it. I'm the antidote. All you got to do is believe. So what do you, when you say he's taken on the virus, like, what do you mean when you say that? Like, how, how do I see that? Right. What does that look like? Yeah. So in the Bible, in the word of God, in a nutshell, it's, it's hard to like, just talk about quickly, but right. Christ coming was so that he can take on everybody's sin Hmm. and that the wrath of God that justly would come upon each and every person alive for the sin that that person commits now is on Jesus. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. It's called imputation, right? Mm, I don't know if imputation for the Sin? sin. He takes it in. I can't think of the word. I I hear where you're going. I can't remember the yeah. word. Might be imputation, but basically, mm-hmm. he takes this sin on, and now the penalty that each of us in this room, everybody in the world who believes in him, but we mm-hmm. all have that penalty taken away from us. Wow. But the only, I guess you could say, caveat or the only uh, requirement is that you accept that he has actually done this and mm. believe that he's actually done it. And it makes sense in that way because if mm. you don't believe that he's done it, mm. well, then how can you actually receive that cure? If I say, hey, I got the cure in this needle, all you, yeah. you got to do is just believe and I'll give it to you. If you don't believe, then I can't give it to you. I see. As simple as that. True. Let me ask this. How is it possible that somebody comes, a single man comes, and is able 
to take on the sins of an entire race of people how is it you know why is it not like a one for one kind of a thing why isn't he like you know okay well i'm gonna step in in the place of jason because i'm gonna help my man out you know but how is it that he's able to take on all sin the sin of the world yeah even I'd say because he's God, and <laughs> that's the always the answer, right? Right, he's God. But um, the quality of his life is the difference. Hmm. He wow. lived a perfect life because it's not just what he did; it's who he is. Mm. Okay. So, because we talked about the the silly putty, and he's the he's the perfect one, right? Uh-huh. The only perfect one, like by nature, for all times, for all eternity, he's always perfect. So, if he is coming to pay the price. Basically, he's coming with a lot more weight. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not just a human. He's mm-hmm. God. Does this, uh, like, I could be off here, but, like, does this have anything to do with, like, you know how in John, it says, like, all things are created through him. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. is it, can we look at it in that sense? Like, if you kind of look at Adam, it's like all men physically descended from Adam. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just talking right now. Yeah. But like all men physically descended from Adam. But then when we talk about Christ, it's like all things, all creation, you know, I wouldn't use the word descended, but like was created through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a sense that like everybody was almost like, I mean, you know how it says like, the, uh, that, that's a whole other topic, but like, it's almost like we were all in him to begin with. Mm-hmm. So he's able to, this is me just talking. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. But he's able to <laughs> take on all of it because it all originated with him. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Word. Word. And I think we we also see in his perfection that Julia brought up, we see how he could be resurrected. Woo! Because the wages of sin is death, but he didn't sin. So how could death, you know, Paul says, death, where's your sting? How could the sting wow. of death... Wow. That produces whatever death produces. Yeah. How could it have a law over Christ? Wow. Who was perfect. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The death that should have come to Christ, quotes, for his sin yeah. wasn't there. What sin was there was ours. Man. So that penalty was on that. But now Christ could get up and go, well, I ain't sin. So practically, just thinking about it like that. If you want to think about how is the resurrection possible, that's yeah. how. I love he that ain't though, sin. because like sometimes the explanation that you hear is just well, he was God, so he got back up. Right. But the way you're putting it, it's like well, it had everything to do with yeah, of course he was God, but it also had to do with his righteousness. I mean, there's a whole there's more to the picture. Right. It's like he he was his righteousness and not having sin allowed his resurrection then he didn't have what we talked about earlier like the physical nature or sin nature kind of like passed down to him because Mm -hmm. of how he was born of a virgin Mm -hmm. so he has like none of the strings of sin Mm -hmm. yeah right so that he's able he's not in bondage to sin or death in any way that's that's incredible it is that is incredible death has no power over him yeah, it says he willingly, willfully gave his he life. It wasn't like he life. was actually killed. Yeah. He wasn't. He said yeah. he, he decided said I could put my life down. He decided to. Yeah. <laughs> I can put it down and I can take it up. And so that's why I don't even understand that. 
I will not even yeah. try to explain like it. I have the like authority that. to lay it down. Yeah. I have the authority to. And that's why he also said, like, uh, I think um, at one point somebody was, like, telling him, like, you know, that. Or he, like, knew that people were trying to kill him or something like that. And he kind of made this statement. He was like, no man. No man can take my Oh, he oh, said yeah, it right yeah. before that. Yeah. He said, no man can take my life. Yeah. Like, my life can't be taken. Right. Yeah, yeah, I have to give it up. And so when he's on the cross, Amazing. he says, Father, into your hands, you know, mm-hmm. I commit my spirit because he couldn't just be killed. Right. Mm. He had to give up his life. Yeah. That himself. was almost like the signal. Yeah. Okay, wow. we're, we're done. <laughs> Wrap this up. Jeez. It's fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. Woo. All right. Which is yeah, amazing. All right. all right. And I'm guessing um, next time we'll talk a little bit more about this whole, you know, salvation piece. Yeah, Which, like and yeah, we we kind of like gave the term earlier mm-hmm. for like the doctrine of sin, which is what we were talking about mm-hmm. this episode. And Julia has to say it again because I I'm a jack it up. You talking about the uh, the big word? Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> that prepping H-word. myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's called homardiology. Okay, homardiology. And that word is like basic. Basically, it means the study of sin. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so next time we're going to be talking about the doctrine or study of salvation mm-hmm. right and you got to say that word too <laughs> that one there you go yeah soteriology soteriology mm-hmm. all right so hope you guys enjoyed this episode yeah hope you found it um you know edifying or learn something yeah you know? just prick your interest in looking more into this because we didn't cover everything i mean it's so many questions on this like prep sheet we have because you know where does sin occur in man mm-hmm. you know stuff like that yeah sin occurs in your heart we're slaves to sin the word says wow yeah so there's a lot going on with sin and the doctrine of sin homardiology that yeah if you uh just hit julia up yeah or you could yeah. take your own class like i did <laughs> or read the bible yeah ask the holy spirit <laughs> yeah yep Man, there are some interesting things that we didn't touch on. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now. Like, um, touch on. like Paul and Romans said that people receive the due penalty of their sin in their bodies. Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah, man. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> you yeah. know? It's, so, it's uh, a lot. There's certainly more to talk about. You guys feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments, mm-hmm. concerns <laughs> you have. <laughs> Might be a you few know? concerns now. Yeah. <laughs> and you we want to follow us? Go <laughs> 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 right ahead. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Later. Bye. Peace. <laughs> thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World Podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.